Oh, some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Yes, coming in hot with Season 2, Episode 2 of Football Played on Paper Podcast. I'm Sean, and we've got a full team assembled today. Jobber, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well. The man who looks every bit 30, Barney. How are you, mate? Look tired. Good day, Sean, and feeling young. <laughs> Aussie, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, the content in this app. It's like uh, the last one, but minus the preseason fixtures. That's so going to be great. That's good, and yeah, a bit of uh, youthful exuberance there shown by Halsey, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, I am actually older than Barney. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Barney, right? Tough paper out. Um, yeah. So we got some weekly happenings to get through. We got an opening question. Um, we've gone off the friendlies, and we're moving into some uh, Champions League qualifiers, and then of course, Throwback FC, the game. So. Yeah, the blogs have been blowing up about this one. So, Chopper, he looks nervous, but he tells me that he's got it all in order. So, Barney, <laughs> let's go, bud. Weekly happening. All righty. First one I want to touch on here is uh, it's now safe to train at Tottenham now that Eric Lamella has left. So, uh, obviously, we know Eric Lamella uh, left this week. It was part of the swap deal for Brian Gill uh, and a bit of cash as well on that one. And... Uh, on the on the Instagram post announcing uh, Lamella's departure, Vatongan was one of the first ones to comment, and uh, basically just said shin pads can go off in training now, boys. <laughs> I so, didn't know that about Lamella. Is I that didn't know that either. Is that did was you that know a that? Yeah, yeah, basically Lamella. There's some other like views from people in the squad. I think it was maybe Harry Winks. He said he's never seen someone who just loves to play football and just like that's his life as Lamella. Like Lamella is so obsessed with just playing football and I think so he brings a lot of passion to a lot of times when there's probably not that passion. Not needed, yeah. So like a little warm-up drill, pass to pass, and he's putting in double-footed scissors. Yeah, I was wondering when you were going to get to the point there, Sam, because I felt like all your explanation didn't explain why he's a butcher at training. (laughs) He loves loves the game, but he's he's a butcher. Loves football, hates people. Have you seen him stomping on someone's hand? In the game? Yeah, which one? in the game. (laughs) I can't remember what game it was, but he stomped on someone's hand. He, he's an absolute shit stirrer, but like he, he was one of those players. He's like, very much like a Suarez that you, you hate to play against him, but love him on your team. So now that he's gone, just a sort of not a, too much of a tangent, uh, Barney, for you, now that he's gone, what are your thoughts on him overall as a player at Tottenham? Did you, were you happy with his output? He definitely underwhelmed yep. what he was expected to do over his career at Tottenham. I think he got to a level which I was like, he's a good squad player, but for when he came in, what he was meant to be, he definitely, yeah, was underwhelmed from from uh, from what he was what he was meant to be. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that, Barney. And this is obviously a watershed moment for Tottenham fans. So Lamella is the last person to leave from the bail money. Yes, did that upset that. you to think about that? Uh, well, funnily enough, like you look back, maybe like two years into that those seven signings, and you were like. That was that's some bad business, but then some of those signings actually became like fairly good players, but not always at Tottenham. That was the unfortunate part. So Ericsson <laughs> was definitely the highlight of that seven for sure. I think he was like one of the cheapest of that seven as well, which is 
amazing. But, but like Kirikez was terrible, but okay at Napoli. Um, <laughs> there was like Saldado was terrible at Tottenham. He's had, he had a little bit of revival, but was pretty bad other than that. I think Polino was pretty good at Barca, but not that great at Tottenham. Uh, some of the other ones like, yeah, just not not – the funny thing is, yeah, not all of them are very good at Tottenham, but a lot of them are good elsewhere. Seems to be a trend occurring there, like a bit of a common <laughs> denominator. What but, do you reckon it is? Bunny, you couldn't um, – you said you weren't happy with his output. I think you're not happy with his output based on like the hype that he came in with, but I think if you look back, he only paid four and a half mil for him, didn't you? So Lamella, yeah, no, Lamella was thirty mil, man. Was he really? Yeah, yeah, Lamella was thirty mil. Yeah, he was. He was like one of the hottest prospects in like European football. Came in from Roma, had 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 like a really good season at Roma. I thought you got him on the cheap. No, he he always he he always looks the part too. Like when you watch him play, he just looks so good. Who's going to score your goal of the season now? He's got a few goals. Yeah, we've got no more Rabonas left in the team. That's the problem. We'll get to that. We've got a transfer chat section, Sean. Just relax. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, moving on to something a bit more formal, and that is uh, the Juventus captaincy pecking order. So it came out this week that Allegri uh, just wanted to sort of uh, clear it up for everyone on how the captain is picked at Juventus. So basically it's the longest-serving member of the club. So that's Chiellini currently, and he's about to re-sign, so he'll still be captain. Um, and then he also made a point of saying um, Benucci has gone right down the bottom of that list because even though he was there for like 12 years or whatever before he left for Milan, because he left for that one year, he's back down to like two years of service. So oh. it'd be a long time before he's captain again at the club. What you do you always think of this? Juventus do that, um, do that thing every year where they play a friendly at the manor of the owner's yeah, the Agnelli's house, yeah. right? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so they set up a football pitch and they go and play friendly there. And then that's the chance apparently for all the players to um, say thanks to um, the the family. A couple of two-footers. Yeah, so, I mean, potentially Benucci's got to work harder at that um, at the brunch of that shindy. Yeah, yeah a bit more networking. Mm. I, I understand like the appointing of the captain. I don't understand publicly coming out and saying who isn't going to be captain. Yeah. I thought that was cares? a little bit excessive from Allegri, but also like the power move. Like I, yeah. I respect that. I can only see upside from something saying something like that publicly. You get the best out of Benucci, wouldn't you, Nia? I, f- I feel like I feel like David Benucci will respond to that being like he just really respects Allegri though. Yeah. I'd love Alleg- to see, Allegri can say that. Not- I'd love to see Benucci like giving instructions on the pitch and then Allegri telling him to pipe down. Being like, <laughs> like you're a well trained dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, You're is not your- captain. Yeah, what saying, are you using, Chiellini? <laughs> is, yeah, is your name Chiellini? No, shut yeah. up. Don't qualify <laughs> for long service leave yet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. you got to wait seven years so you can start tapping into that. Yep. Uh, alrighty, so Pep Guardiola, he just can't stop disrespecting the Foxes. And he's come out this week and he said for the uh, Community Shield we're going by these days, that's what the name of it is, he's going to play the under-23s. Sean, I'll throw to you. What are your thoughts on this? Well, he's going to get battered then and the Foxes are going to win another trophy. So FA Cup in the pocket. Community <laughs> Shield in the pocket. The Going start of the Mourinho treble, are yeah? Brendy Rogers tweeted at the start that, um, don't worry, this is the start of the quadruple. So, um, I, I think you guys should play your under-23s as well and then beat him still. No, in, in all seriousness, I don't think like both teams aren't going to roll out um, full-strength teams anyway, I don't think. like It's obviously a bigger game for Leicester um, than it is for Manchester City. The last time that Leicester played in the Community Shield was obviously when we won the league title. Um, the year after that. So, yeah, I think these sort of come around a little bit more regularly for 
Man City than they do Leicester. So I think it's a bigger game for Leicester. Did you guys and Leicester probably it? need the trophy more. No, that one you go in. Who you play? Manchester United. Oh, yuck. Mugged them off. Little slugs. Them off. Put them back in their place. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I don't know All how right. you bet us with that hundred million dollar, hundred million pound <laughs> signing, but yeah, you did. Signings, up to a billion. Same this year, isn't it? But we did. We'll get there. We'll get there. You boys keep jumping ahead on the running order. We'll get there. Yeah, all right, all right. Let's keep moving. Moving on to a, a nice, a nice little stat. I found this one, and you know, I could be a bit oh, of yeah. bias from me as a Tottenham supporter, but we know big old Toby's moved on to greener pastures at, uh, you know, at the Qatari. Anywhere else. League team, I cannot remember what their name is, but I definitely mispronounce it. Um, so he's moved on to Qatar and there was a stat that came out this week and I thought it was pretty impressive considering, you know, sort of harp on a lot about defensive errors. And that was in all of Toby's 200 Premier League starts for Tottenham, 200 exactly, he only made one direct error leading to a goal in 200 starts. Jobber, what, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think of that? Yeah, so Barney, I can... I can explain that. So he made one error that directly led to a goal. So that doesn't include all the times he was caught out of position. All the times he was too slow to get there. Um, it, it reads impressive, but I, I wouldn't give too much credence to sounds it. Like, sounds like yeah. you're thinking of Phil Jones. No, Phil Jones hasn't played 200 games. Of <laughs> <laughs> football or Started just United? <laughs> so what counts as a direct error, like a, a block, a cutout back pa- a pass or something? Like or maybe passing out the back line pass straight to a striker, which led yeah. to a goal. goal. Yeah. Or is it Jovetic doing two step overs and then falling on your ass in a preseason friendly? Like, is oh, that yeah, a direct nice one, error? Yeah, that's a good one. You obviously didn't watch the whole game, did you? <laughs> I, saw, I saw what I needed um, and then took some content out of there and got out of it. You didn't see the assist either then? Logged straight uh, out of YouTube and got out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's probably a good call. <laughs> Left that Reddit <laughs> sub feed, whatever. Got oh, out of it. Uh, what for, soccer circle jerk was it? <laughs> soccer circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you know their favourite player on there is uh, Christian Pulisic, so yeah, they're a real source of truth. <laughs> all right, buddy. Right, <laughs> clear, clearly you guys were as impressed by that one as I was. But anyway, no, I rate we'll, that. We'll move, we'll move on. No, no, it's over now. It's, we're, we're right, yeah, let's move on actually. <laughs> All right, this one is, uh, I think this comes close to Shauno's heart as a, as a drinking man himself. Uh, so Jacqueline <laughs> plays for Real Betis these days. Uh, a bit of a club legend there as well, like very popular player, loved by the fans. So they had a friendly against Wolves and uh, they put out the team sheet and then put out who was missing. Uh, there was a few <laughs> players who were missing because of suspected COVID cases and um, Someone else was uh, on holiday, I think, because they'd been playing at the Euros. And then uh, Jacqueline was at the end there. And uh, the only all the reason they put for him was he was hungover. And this <laughs> directly correlates with him turning 40 a few days ago as well. So still on a bender? Shauna, you'd, you'd have experience in this. What do you reckon? Sorry, mate. Just let me put the beer down. Um, yeah, you're drinking yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, so, see, I don't get hangovers, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know. But, yeah, I did read this story and um, it did did tickle me. But, I mean, who goes that hard on their 40th that they're hungover? How, how, what did you do on your 40th? Like, did it hit you as hard? <laughs> wow. Wow. You can't leave your goal, the goal open like that. <laughs> Honestly, boys, I'm on fire tonight. Keep going. What do we got next? That was a, that was a layup. <laughs> Oh, I'm half that age, Jobber. You know that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so the next one we've got is the uh, the Wayne Rooney, Rooney saga. It's just a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so obviously we know last week we talked about him being in some uh, very 
risque pitches with some uh, risque women. But uh, basically what happened midweek in between some other events is he had a training session at Derby. He basically double-footed a youngster in the Derby team who is now out for 12 weeks. I didn't hear that that, one. So that one went down well with the fans. That's sick. So, yeah, they're already a team that's only got nine registered first-team players, so that was a risk, and Rooney was one of them, and now he's taken out another first-team player, so that was good. Um, And then those uh, alleged risque pitches, he's bought off the woman who who, um, posted them. He's bought them off her for a a dollar, so it's an official um, handover of goods and services. Uh, and so he now owns a copyright for those images and they can't be distributed now by the media. So, Question. yeah. Why would she sell them for a dollar? Well, because what happened, so what happened is, is that uh, he was on a night out. He met these yeah. group of women out. They went back to, they were just partying, went back to the hotel room. Uh, he was asleep in a chair and they took a bunch of pictures of them next to him and like some like real like sort of Snapchat photos like, ha Rooney sleeping them next to him, like yeah, yeah. peace signs, all that sort of good stuff. That's it. Um, and then uh, posted a few of them on social media. I think they said to their like, they, w- they weren't expecting it to blow up, but I mean, it's pictures of Wayne Rooney in England with some like women, of course, it's going to blow up. Mm. Blew up. They felt really bad about it. They sold the pictures to Rooney for a dollar. So it was all legally binding. Uh, and then, um, then they also wrote a letter of apology to him. Saying uh, like sorry about the whole event. So yeah, now they, those pictures can't be distributed by media outlets and sort of nipped it in the butt. So there was no like ill intent from them originally at all. So they no, were, appa- oh, okay. apparently that's, not. That's apparently different. not. But like I, you could see what was it didn't look good for Rooney. Barney oh. is so Wayne Rooney was delivering masterclasses in the Premier League for fifteen years. Has he just delivered a masterclass in social media as well? And how to how to deal with those those images that come out? Like if you're you know Karen Benzema and you've got um, different images that get kicked out of the France team. Has Wayne Rooney just shown how to do it moving forward? Well, just it's, a bit, it's, it's, a, it's a bit different to buying them off women who are not trying to have any ill intent from the start and then big difference between that and blackmailing someone with a pornographic film, Yeah, which is what Benzema different. did. So there's a yeah. bit of difference. There's a way around it, I'm sure, but yeah. maybe he needs to go to the same master Some sort of loophole is just going to find, right? Yeah. Yeah, Wayne, exactly. Wayne Rooney kills me. Um, every year he gets caught cheating like it's a World Cup. That's probably my favorite <laughs> tweet. <laughs> probably my favorite tweet to come out. Of. That's good. That's pretty good. That's good. Alrighty. So uh, one that came out this week is uh, the English FA are on um, in discussions at the moment with sort of health professionals and that on a way to reduce headers in training. Um, obviously, this is all in light of the um, the big sort of uh, a sort of uh, scientific movement, around, yeah, yeah, scientific movement around CTE and and those sort of degenerative brain issues that occur from repeated hits to the head, um, and this is sort of I guess their first move towards it in the FA and and first sort of significant reduction we've seen in in head incidents. So I guess uh, they've I think they they were talking about proposal for ten headers a week. I think was it? I think it was ten a week or ten a session was the limit they were talking about um, happening and players and, and the support staff are meant to be tracking these. So um, I guess, Josh, what do, you, what do you think about this and do you think it's actually significant enough or or is it ruining the game we love? 
Ah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll jump in as this Josh for this one. I reckon I'm not going to argue against the science of whether like it should or shouldn't be done and monitored. But I guess yeah, it does bring up the question of like yeah, who who monitors this in the sessions and will they actually do it? Would it be more worthwhile reducing like heading contests? I think is a big one. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you guys? reckon like in training because i know there's also been a similar thing in australia with removing or banning headers in junior soccer in australia uh, yeah games i see i don't like it i think what they should be doing at a junior level is um coaching technically how to header and i think if you've got the correct technique um you're far less likely to get injured and get hit in the like an incorrect part of the of the head like a softer part of the skull so I think yeah. education early is is something that needs to be taught and obviously using a softer ball or like practicing on something a little bit softer. And then from there, I think you, you should be right to go in terms of um, heading. Like obviously you don't want to be doing hundreds of, hundreds of those a week, but it's part of our game. So what I don't like to see is I don't like to see people change the game to suit them and what their head injuries are. If you got a head injury or you're predisposed to it or so – you play- Play style, your personal play style. Yeah. yeah, just that's right. Don't don't head the ball then. No worries. But I don't like it how they make it. This is the rule for everyone now. Like if you've got a problem with heading, if you've got a problem with um like the potential, like a, as I said, a, a pre-existing condition, then don't play football. Go and play something else. It's fine. But I don't hate it how people want to yeah. change the game that I grew up and loved for the sake of their um potential kid or their current kid. Um, getting a head injury. Don't play sport then. Go go I'd and play be, something else. I'd be interested to see the um the research behind it in the sense of like what's the difference between say England and say the Netherlands where you know there's a heavy encouragement to play the ball on the deck all the time, and like that's the oh, way yeah. that football is played, as opposed to like and Sean we've seen the lower league England games where it is just like you club it up the line. It's a big heavy contest. Someone's got to win the header. Like and that's the way the game is played. I don't know if that's mm. the way the game is taught, but like I think it'd be a big difference because I think that I agree with Sean in the sense like I don't think the rules the right way to go. It's about changing the way that we play, but not in a way that's like going to be demonstrative to the game. Yeah, like being like, okay, so we we shouldn't head as much as we can. So let's encourage us to play on the deck. Like let's get out of the big aerial contest. Like, but if that's the way you want to play, that's the way you want to play. That's the risk you take. But it's it's like, it's like a boxer. It's like it's like saying, "Oh, we should ban boxing because of head injuries." Well, hang on. How about you just don't box? And it's then not for, yeah. yeah, it's not for you then. Like you don't have to yeah. change change the laws in boxing or change the laws in I don't know any any other sport. And the other thing is, like I think what what they're missing or what seems to be missing. I've only done some light reading on this. Is um like the number of um, issues that are happening after football, like. I think if you look at the look at boxing, clearly there's issues after boxing. You can see the way um, individuals have have lived after that or slowed their words after that. Same as the NFL, like you've seen yeah, um, big the Aaron Hernandez documentary, um, which he had huge amounts of CT and stuff like that. But like, where's the evidence that it's in the game in the in the Premier League level? Um, yeah, and someone who's a professional footballer, like I think. As you say, Job, if you're at those lower leagues, for me, I think a wet, heavy pitch in that style of football, you're far more likely. But I think there's like I haven't seen the evidence yet of anyone with CT due to heading a football. It'd be interesting to see, yeah, some more research on like which sports sort of 
break that threshold and have that like the NFL and you say boxing as well, probably clearly. And I know some of the research isn't, they haven't done much multi sort of variant analysis on it. So they know there's a correlation between playing NFL and it, but they don't know that that's the actual cause or what causes CT yeah, or correlation, not causation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's at that stage at the moment, which is fine. And, and you can take that for what it is and take it seriously, obviously. But then it's, then I guess, yeah, like there's, so yeah, so if you did the same studies in soccer players, would you see this, a similar result as NFL, or is it that maybe soccer players don't head the ball or don't have that much impact on the head, so they're not actually getting that damage to the brain? Similar to like if you did the study in volleyball, they probably yeah. wouldn't hit, get hit mm. in the head that much, so they wouldn't meet that criteria. But maybe NFL, boxing, uh, maybe even like rugby or something, you might they might be the sports. Got to be I higher get, in those. Sports. I guess so uh, yeah, I guess right. this yeah. is like them getting out in front of it. Yeah, the, yeah, and maybe. being so like, okay, let's get some stuff in early, show where, you know, trying to look out for this issue. Like, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, it's, I don't think there's any significant evidence at the moment to prove that yes, heading a ball in soccer causes CT lay down the line. Yeah. But I think it's their way of like, it's a minimal impact to the game. Yeah, but it's something. I think, and it's the- a lot more than a lot of other sports are doing, which probably have more of an impact on these issues later down the line. I think what you're saying, Sean, about sort of changing the rules because, you know, parents who might not want their kids to play, that's the main reason it's sort of being done is to to keep interest in the sport so that at a grassroots level, kids, parents go, oh, no, this sport is safe for, for my kid. Like when I was a kid, I didn't realize this till I spoke to mum, like at the start of this year, just casually chatting. And when I was like a little kid, like five years old, I wanted to play AFL. She's like, play soccer for a couple of years. Next thing you know, that's all I've ever played. So mm. it's that sort of thing of the kid, your parent looking out for the kid, and if they think soccer is safe and doing the right things, then they're more likely to keep feeding people through. Yeah, well, that's sport. why. That's why my mum wanted myself, my, me and my brother to play soccer is because it was a, like a less, I guess, impactful sport on the body, and so she yeah. preferred that. She'd rather see us play that than play AFL or, or rugby or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. I've dislocated so, my shoulder three times and been knocked unconscious twice. So whatever, it's still, it still still gets pretty rough. But you guys have. Or everyone here on the pod have played football for twenty plus years. Job are you thirty yeah. plus? Um, but like, <laughs> has, have you ever have you ever had like a training session or a heading session and then walked away going like, oh, I've got a headache from that. Like, have you I, ever had a heading session? So I, I, I've never, I, I, I've never I had until no, but seriously, I had until recently. Now I've noticed um, after games on on the weekends, I a lot of the time will have like a headache for that night, and then I'll wake up next day and I'm all right. But I have actually recently noticed getting it more of a headache after a game. Yeah. And it could be it could I'm not saying it's just from heading, it could also be from dehydration or, yeah, or whatever. But I seem to notice yeah. you're also in terrible shape, Barney. Your that spinal needs to be included. Yeah, your spinal are you disrespecting shape can't be my right. core. Are you serious? Are you doing this are you doing this publicly? General, your general physique has to be a factor. Like Back, yeah, but I've only gotten better with age. All right. I'm like a good wine. <laughs> I bet you were nicely. Like a cheap one. All right, let's move on to a bit of a lighter topic. Yeah. Uh, and that is Barcelona's financial situation. So oh, they finally, not like finally, finally have gotten exactly what they wanted. No, it's not a player. It's that triple B minus credit rating ah, from the ah. financial institutions. I it was good corporate governance, financial control. No, That's couldn't find that if you tried to in Spain. But they, uh, they've got a triple B uh, minus... Uh, credit rating so that means that they can now uh, apply for some uh, more uh, get a few more loans in they can really secure up that 
uh, Lionel Messi contract. Thank God. Probably bring in a few overpriced transfers. Uh, and the cycle begins anew, I believe. Triple B yeah. minus Barney. Is that Bear Stearns? Is, is that the same one as Bear Stearns? <laughs> yeah, that's never. It's never yeah. gone. It's never gone wrong with these ratings, has no, it? No, they're reliable. No. Like, trust the ratings. Yeah. I have a real like, and, hazy spot around 2008, 2007. It's just blanked out for me. And finally, the director's bonuses finally get lifted. I mean, God, they're out here starving <laughs> on the board. <laughs> triple, triple B oh. minus, baby. Hey. <laughs> Making it God. rain now. Thank God Fi- the bonuses fi- can't do. Finally, all those board members in jail can collect their bonuses. Yeah. yeah beautiful. Direct, director's so, meeting. Caviar's back on the menu, boys. So, <laughs> So this also means uh, that I believe they can. Uh, what was the quote I had? It was like they can continue, um, they continue taking on debt at an annual rate of three percent or lower. That's, yeah, nice. That's that, that's, nice. that's that's the positive part of or this lower. whole. Of this Did you guys whole, hear that? Yeah. No lower. I mean, I think because it's negative. That's the dream. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. That, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that, that that's the that's the that's the the nugget of gold out of this whole article. There's a bit of, that, there's a bit of Gordon Gecko in there, isn't there? Greed is good. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how they run the club, right? Exactly. Yep. Alrighty. All right. Let's move on to some exciting transfer news. First up, very exciting for anyone who's looking for a player because everyone at Real Madrid is on sale. Everyone. Are everyone. Sean, are they? Sean, give me something. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Everyone's on sale. Have you oh. seen the Have you seen the meme of Mbappe um, as a fresh Prince of Bel Air walking into the room? <laughs> just him because they've sold everyone else. That's so good. Was, yeah, if they, to get Mbappe, they're going to have to get rid of everyone else. So yeah, I've read somewhere this week that they've got apparently got 120 mil cash lying around. Then the Verane 50 or four, was it Joba 40 mil, 50 mil they're getting in for 47. Verane? I think it's 43. Boys. Oh, yeah, so deal. that will bring it up to about 160. Plus so probably only need another 40 mil mm. to get uh, Mbappe after that, and they'll have half a squad. So that'll reckon, be good for them. You reckon 200 mil get you Mbappe from PSG? Yeah. I reckon 200 mil, yeah. Neymar was 222. You'd have to pay more than that. And you're but, trying to buy from PSG. But where- if, you could, if you did 200 mil over like shorter terms, though, because the Neymar one was over like a long time, I think, or a few mm. years. So if you could, if you if you went to them and say I'll give you less money but over like one or two years, I think teams would take that. But PSG don't need money either. I, I just yeah, don't. I, I think like Real Madrid that, yeah. are pushing for something that's like just so ridiculous that it's never going to work. But Good PSG But PSG yeah, yeah. don't need money. I agree with that. But um, what they need to do is they need to manage um, financial fair play. So financial fair play runs on a three year cycle. So if they if they do have another you know, huge signing lined up, um, they can go and do that if they sell Mbappe, obviously. But, but do they need to manage financial fair play? Like Manchester City's penalty for financial fair play via, uh, violations was just horrible, wasn't it? Like they, they were out of the Champions League for that whole six hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's articles. it. Maybe, maybe you just paid the speeding ticket and keep speeding. Yeah, maybe exactly. that's it. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, you don't wind the window down the whole way. You just yeah. do enough to get your ticket and speed off. Yeah. Yeah, drop the ticket in here, mate, and move it on. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, and this one will be a very nice moment for you, Jabba. Verane has officially moved to United. Uh, last pod we were talking about him potentially using it to get a bigger contract, and then basically from then on, it was all now nah, he's moving, and then it's official. Well, what do you What do you think about this? We've done it, boys. It's coming home, isn't it? Yeah, I just got to pick that one up. For, for well, some, for, it for work some, for England. 
for some somehow <laughs> you guys have managed to have a transfer window which you where you haven't you've managed to almost underpay for two good players. How about I'm getting a transfer done in what, a week? This Manchester is United actually United. doing a transfer in a week and actually doing it right. It's crazy. What's yeah, wrong with the crazy. world? The other, the other thing that's different about um, United's transfer policies or goings-on um, this year as opposed to previous years is they're getting their business done early. Like if mm. you look at the last um, couple of transfer windows, um, they, they sign, they're signing people on deadline day and, and pushed all the way up to deadline day. So then by the time you get them into the squad and stuff, like it takes like obviously two and three weeks to get their feet under under the desk and get going. But if you do it now, they've got preseason games and stuff like that. And you saw, you saw him Fernandez ha- on the last day. Yeah, and United get held to ransom because of that. Because yeah, that's like what the, blows the, out the other the team's deals. options are dwindling, so the price is going up, and then they're like, yeah. oh, shit, we're going to have to Because they need to bring in a replacement. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just so exciting to see, like, and then a lot of um, a lot of credits going to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for transforming Manchester United. But I'd just like to remind United fans, including myself, <laughs> we haven't won shit yet. Yeah, I just thought, I was going to bring that up if you didn't. Thanks for that. Thank God you locked him away though, because I mean anyone could just swoop in at any moment and grab him. He was the yeah. hottest property on the market. Yeah, until you forty-three him mil. Up. That's insane. Like for you're talking about Solskjaer, aren't you? <laughs> Ollie. but Moran, <laughs> forty-three mil, like. That's a very good signing. It's it unbelievable. Hopefully, yeah. he doesn't go backwards and, oh, God. At the end of the season, it could be <laughs> very interesting to look at his signing compared to um, Ben White's to Arsenal. Yeah, that'll be, be fun. I think we might do like a weekly update on that. I think, I think yeah. if you're measuring those signings inside 12 months, obviously, you're going to look at Varane and he's going to be better value. But I think, yeah, over the term, I think... Well, I'm not. Yeah, over the term, I'm not. I suppose I'm not brave enough to say, but I still stand by my comment last week about Benny. I think I think we can measure it from the top of the bus when Varane's holding the trophy and they're driving around Manchester. I think he'll that's probably the, no, the best yeah. time to do it. Yeah, he'll, he'll drop just, it, or, or if he doesn't, De Gea will. Joe, I'll, I'll just take your mind back to two minutes ago where you Don't. said we haven't won shit. Nah, <laughs> change my mind. Job and, then two before, and then two minutes before that, when you said it's coming home, so right, with, you don't know with, what you're doing, do you? Jobber, would they get a um a bus for the Carabao Cup, or would you just like maybe put it straight in the cabinet? <laughs> Wouldn't bother celebrating that one. Just throw it in the skip out the back and keep moving under. Yeah, lend it to Spurs to put something in theirs. All right, let's uh, let's move on to yeah. let's move on to the um the team that is inevitably going to falter at the end of next season, and they brought two blokes in to facilitate that falter and drop into fifth. Mm, wrong. Um, we brought two guys in to get us over that little hump. So. Yeah, Leicester finished fifth the last couple of years and just fell short of Champions League. But uh, don't worry because Patterson Dakar has come in from RB Salzburg um, for the snip of only 30 mil. 22 years what? old. He'll be riding the bench a little bit for Jamie Vardy, Jamie Vardy I would think, unless they um, they do two up front. It's an expensive um, pine warmer. Yeah, I know, but we're... Rich Barney, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, what, but, but, but what about Ian What's going Ian on? Ian yeah, no, I mean, he'll be good. I mean, they're 23s. They need, they need to, um, you know, learn from someone like him as well. He's the fourth no. player of the league in <laughs> April yeah. last year. He, he was, but yeah. geez, he was overdue. Um, no, I don't, I don't really rate Ian and I think that was very streaky, and I'm not sure that that is going to be his, his baseline. Um, I think that's in him and his very, very, very best. And I'm not sure that that will continue. So, but either way, we need to bring in um, someone to support Vardy and, and Ian Acho. So, yeah, I think a good signing, and um, nice to see that we can go to um, you know 
places like the Bundesliga and, and rip out one of their one of their strikers. Um, <laughs> that's good. And then the the second signing they got was uh, Sumare. So he's um, French slash Senegalese, I believe. Um, and he is from Lille, again, 22, and we paid 20 million for him. Defensive midfielder. So, indeed, he will be playing at the base, um, you would think, next to next to him. And then if we go two at the base, um, he'll play. Um, but if not, we'll probably go with uh, Tillemans and um, Madison as a as a two tens, depending on, on what, uh, what Brendan sees. Yeah. Sean, I'm going to jump in there because um, I actually know about Samare from Lille and he is an absolute beast. And I know 20 mil and a defensive midfielder from France all sounds very familiar, but I reckon this could be <laughs> in our top 10 signings of the season. Like he's an absolute destroyer in there. He'll be really good, I think, and suited to the Premier League as well, like physically. But, yeah, um, I think that, that's probably one of the biggest things that's come out of it is like his athleticism, um, everyone rates really, really highly. But I think like anyone who Leicester signs, even if, um, if you know them or you don't know them or you're like, oh, is that the right signing? You sort of raise an eyebrow. I think it's it's at Leicester, it's at the point where if they sign someone, you just got to say, yep, no worries. I believe in it because you've got no evidence behind any of those other signings. Like it, we could really go back and dig out their signings. There's no evidence to prove that um, they pick a bad one anytime. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel, I feel like, I feel like Mar- good like that. Yeah, I feel like Mares should have been a flop, but he just he wasn't. That was such a good pickup. Like someone like Mares, you like shouldn't shouldn't be good in the Premier League, but just was. Yeah. Like even Johnny Evans, like a lot of people are like, oh, he's out of Man News at West Brom. He's sort of a little mm. bit on the scrap heap. And look at him. He's had a great season. Yeah. 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 I got a I soft spot I... for Johnny Evans. but um, I bet you do. Well, he, I, I always thought he was good. But the game mm. the game changed slightly and then he was no longer like a big four-team centre-back. But he's still a very good defender. Classy defender. Yeah. All righty. So, uh, Daniel Marlin has officially moved to Dortmund. This one was pretty much wrapped up last yeah. time we talked about it. Now it's official. Uh, I believe it was about 30 million euros. Pretty good deal for Dortmund, I'd say. And slot in for Sancho? Jobber, yeah, it was slot straight in the team for Sancho. I think, Jobber, you said this could be a big, big uh, get for Dortmund and he could be one of the signings of, this, of the uh, yeah. offseason. Yeah, he's raw, but he'll be good. He'll come through that production line up. Oh, yeah, the finishing be so, school. Be so for the finishing and, school. Yeah. Yes, the finishing school. Exactly. Yep. All right. right. <laughs> Barney, wait, before you go on the next one, I'm really happy about this one because last week I think we had a discussion <laughs> around Kionde being on his way to Spurs and that was a uh, done potential, deal. Potential. Uh, sorry, I should say allegedly. Has he got into allegedly. London and read the map wrong? He's done a, <laughs> he's done a uh, William, I think, where he's gone for a Tottenham medical and going, hang on a sec, Chelsea are on the blower. You boys want to sign me? Oh, yeah. All right. I wouldn't so, mind coming yeah, down he, to play in a weird shed. Yeah, okay, no worries. Stanford Bridge it is. <laughs> so, yeah, Jules Kunde looks set to go to Chelsea. Um, I think he really wanted to stay at a club that was going to be in the Champions League. So that wrote Tottenham off because we're in the uh, the Farmers Conference League this year. Um, and obviously he's going to get a boatload of cash going to Chelsea. Uh, he's going to be in, in London. And I think Zuma's looking at going the other way with some cash as well. So, oh, really? Yeah, I don't – hasn't – there haven't been talks about how much cash yet, but this would be a good get for Chelsea. And I mean, this outside of Thiago Silva, they got a very sort of young, good backline. Thiago Silva is good to have in there. So yeah, it's like it's a good signing for Chelsea, and probably do Zuma some good to get out of England for a bit. Yeah, 
Is that would that be on loan or, or like a no? That's permanent. Sell? Yeah, um, okay. it'd be a swap plus cash. Yeah, nice. Uh, I know we were talking about this next one, Barney. Um, this is a, a pretty interesting one. I don't know if you guys, Jobber and Sean, have seen uh, the cash that they're throwing at uh, old Jack Realish at Villa to keep him. Yeah, yeah. two hundred grand. So I want to I want to read a quote that Sean Dyche put out this week. Um, this Please is kind of related to. So obviously they're pushing the cash out to keep Jack Realish. Crowbar this quote him, wouldn't you? So I'll crowbar in. Sean Dyche said about Manchester City's bid for Harry Kane. He said, I wasn't sure if they were trying to buy the player or the whole club. <laughs> Got him. Someone tell him we just built a stadium for $1.4 billion. That's how much mil. mug. 160 mil apparently they're offering for Harry Kane. Which yeah, 100, 160 mil. And Daniel Levy's still like, a mm, bit more, thanks. Jeez, he's a... Bloody, he's a slug. There was a, uh, I think Fabrizio Romano, one of the like um, well-touted sort of uh, journalists who does a lot of transfer talk, was doing like a Twitch, like a live stream and he was, uh, people asking questions and they're like, who's the most difficult club to, to um, deal with? And I think within two seconds, he said Tottenham. Yeah. Which is 100% correct. Well, because it'd be such a weird process there with Daniel Levy putting his finger in all the pies, like trying to. Like have a hand in every deal. Oh, he just tries to squeeze every dollar out of every deal, whether it's like us getting more for a player we're selling or him paying less for anyone. So I imagine at the end, like they they both sign the contracts, right? So say he goes over to Manchester City, signs a contract on the table, and then Pep's like, oh, here you go. Can you please sign this? Do you reckon Daniel Levy keeps the pen? <laughs> he takes something home as a free yeah, souvenir, or he's like, he? Oh, he's like, oh, like... Are those coffee cups to keep? Yeah, he strikes like me. As, he like, strikes me as a coffee mug kind of guy. Yeah, Grab yeah. Some, <laughs> some bread rolls on the yeah. way out from the canteen. Like, it's raining, and they go, "Oh, do you want an umbrella?" And he goes, "I'm not bringing it back." Yeah, <laughs> it's complimentary, right? Are you sure it's a Man City one? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I get, yeah. it, I get it rebranded. Him rocking into training with his Man City umbrella <laughs> and his Manchester United blazer on. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, "The the boys know straight away we lost some players, haven't we?" Yeah, who just sell Daniel? Berbatov's on the way to me and you, boys. I don't know if you knew. Yeah, take right, his way, Let's let's go. We're going to change gears here. So it's been a Big massive time. week, massive, massive week for Manchester United. Obviously, getting Varane, but our uh, favourite son, Alex Ferguson, is getting a statue in Aberdeen this week. So it got me thinking, boys. If you could commission a statue to capture one moment, who would the statue be of? And why? Halsey, I'm going to throw to you first and don't say Steven Gerrard unless it's a slip. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. I feel like that'd, that'd be, be something going. like a um, Man City or someone to get like a statue of that in their like car park or something. Oh, you put me on the spot here, but uh, my natural instinct is to go to um, uh, go to Stevie G. I'm going to mute you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come back to me because if you want me to <laughs> not go Stevie G... Come we don't, back. We, don't, we don't want to circle back to you and then you and then you just confirm Stevie G. <laughs> yeah, no, it I was right all along. Not, not Stephen Gerrard, but his son. Um, <laughs> all right, Sean, you're the second strongest mind on this pod. Mm, Who have you got? Behind me. Uh, <laughs> behind no one. Um, Emmanuel Santos, um, that name might ring a bell. He did the Ronaldo statue. So, as an honourable mention, oh. I'm going to give that's not my answer. As an honourable mention, I'm going to give him a chance to do a remake because everyone knows that was Ming and that did not look like Ronaldo one bit. The bust, <laughs> yeah, the bust. Yeah, but I am going to go with Adebayor, and oh, um, yeah. obviously that's that nice. time he went back to Arsenal, he was welcomed back with open arms, and you could tell the fans loved him. That's why he ran from one end of the pitch down to the other with a knee slide. They just loved him there. So I'd love to see out the front of the Emirates. And a knee slide out of by all with the hands in the air, 
these ones in front of the fans out the front. That'll be my statue. Barney, what do you got? So many moments I'd like to put into it, put into a but statue. Tottenham, Tottenham. Yeah, maybe that Lucas Moura game-winning goal to put us through the final with the Champions League, which we then lost to Liverpool. <laughs> don't put that on there. That, Boys, that would be do, good. I, do I have That'll to do this every statue. week? You get one no, answer. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about all the other shit. Just give me your answer. I would. I would put a statue out the front of Erling Haaland's dad's house. Of when Roy Keane ended oh, his dad's career. Oh, <laughs> Alfie. <laughs> Alfie. One of Roy Keane ending his career, essentially, out the front of the house, and Roy actually reveals it to him under a, under a sheet. <laughs> a blanket. I, I, think, I think that would be a <laughs> nice, nice little touch. Yeah, nice. All right, Josh, before I go, what have you got? Yeah, all right, so I'll go with the... <laughs> Jurgen Klopp one, and it oh, is. Oh fuck! This is worse. No, no, it's your mate Sean. Hey. So doing a, a big bust of Jurgen Klopp with his big teethy grin. Oh yeah, <laughs> open mouth teethy grin. He's, he's, right, he'll have I'm, the hat on I'm for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking shit tracksuit as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna save this one. So um, I'm a I'm a more historic football fan. So if uh, I had if I could have any <laughs> statue anywhere, it is would that how you say you're old? Out the front of St. James's Park. So what you'd have as the back facade is Mike Ashley pissing in a fireplace, right? (laughs) Because I I, I basically want it to look like he's sort of pissing on St. James's Park. But just in front of that, you've got Lee Bowyer and Kieran Dyer just squaring up to each other. Ashley pissing on the back too. So he's pissing on the stadium. Then there's a real story of Newcastle and the hardship of the town with the two boys going at it. (laughs) Did Ashley spew in the fireplace? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. What if he pissed or spewed in it? We get both. I think you do both. Yeah, I, like yeah. I think if we got the right guy, and I'm thinking um, Santos is our guy for it. Yeah, we could just put all Emmanuel that into Santos. one, and yeah. maybe Alan Shearer walking out of the dugout after yeah. he's been sacked. Alan Shearer will come um, out looking like Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. So let's move into the next segment. So we've got the Champions League qualifiers. So Barney, I know this one's close to your heart as a big Nefty fan, but they've been knocked out by Olympiacos. Yeah, this was. Uh, Let's race this through was, this. This was, yeah. this was huge for me, and I'm glad you got the uh, enunciation out of the way because I had no chance on that one. Uh, yeah, Olympiakos through. They will now play uh, Ludogrets to get for a place in the Champions League. Nice, two now. for two. So, yeah, yeah got that one right. So, easy, easy enunciation. That I'm going to grab it here, Barney, because I feel like if you were playing against these teams, you'd think it's the biggest thing in the world. But, like, we look at it and we're like, oh, these clubs you never heard of. But, like, you know, the opportunity for these like Lincoln Red Imps to come up against Cluj would be just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about before about how it's, um, it sort of gives these like worst leagues a actual chance to make it into the Champions League at, instead of like having to come up against a fifth place sort of English team and then always going to lose to that, that game. Yeah. They like uh, Midgetland knocked out Celtic, <laughs> and they were previously in Liverpool's group in the Champions they were, League. So they've been yeah. there before. They're like almost like a big dog now in, yeah. in a almost, regular. That, that's the, it's the phase, isn't it? Like getting between. So we've got Ludogratz beat Mura 3 1. Sean, the young boys got through. Good news for you. <laughs> Slava and Bratislava. <laughs> Slava and Bratislava. Shravina Zvezda um, beat Karat Almaty 6 2 on aggregate. And then I we've got that. the Tuesday game. Omanoya lost to Dinamo Zagreb. HJK Helsinki went out to Malmo of Sweden. Florin Tallinn, I believe they are from Lithuania, uh, lost to Legia Warsaw from Poland. Zalgaris Vinilsius, uh, going to have a stab here at 
that one. It's, Fer- sure. it's Ferenc, Ferenc Varas, I think it's. Yeah, Ferenc Varas. I'm trying to figure out where Vilnius is. I think. They were in the Champions League last year. I think they got. They were. They, um, whose group are they in? I can't remember. They, they then, had a few good games. Yep, so Ferran Varas beat them 5-1. So then we've got on to the second legs for the league path. So I'm just going to shift this up. So the big one talking point here, boys, and this one's close to your heart as Australian football fans, FC Midgetland 2, Celtic 1. Does this show you the gap between Stevie G's Rangers and Celtic? It, it has been. that Even some of the preseason games of Celtic have sort of shown that as well. I think I think they'll they'll win the league again easy. Yeah, apparently Ange went to the board recently and was like, "Like, we need some signings, we need some investment because I think their squad age, average age, was twenty-one in that game, mm. and they've they've lost a few um, older heads around the club with the changeovers last year, and they're they're not in a good place, Celtic. And I mean, this clearly shows it and probably proves his point that they need some investment. Did and you I see? Think did you see Alan McGregor's goal in this? Yeah, not very Holy nice. Holy shit! What a the che- strike! The chest, con- chest yeah. controlled a left foot volley. That was so yep. nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I think yeah, Celtic. Uh, yeah, they're not not a good start to the season for them. Knocked out of the Champions League already. That's a big uh, loss of uh, cash for them. So mm. even signings are probably thinking making are now up in the air. I think their main striker Edward Odson Edward is on his way to Brighton. So that will give him a bit of a cash in cash influx, but. Yeah, I mean, I but don't. Who are you going to sign if you're not in the Champions League? Like, the, it becomes yeah. less appealing. That's the problem. But yeah. do you really do you really go to Celtic because you're playing in the Champions League? Like, I don't I think. think I don't helps. think. I, if, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You reckon? I, yep. I think. Yeah. I think most of the signings they're going to make anyway would still go there. But regardless if you, of in the Champions if you're League. if you're a mediocre slash lower Premier League player and Celtic come knocking, that is the incentive. You get to play at a packed stadium every week, and you get to play Champions League. Yeah. 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 Like, I think it's massive. And Ange is already, like, and because I think the margins are so tight in that league to win the league against Rangers, like a bad start. And all of a sudden, Ange is in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. So the next significant fixture Galatasaray won PSV Eindhoven 2. So PSV Eindhoven actually won that 7 2 on aggregate. Yeah. Won the first leg 5 1 at home. Pretty big result. So then we've got. Sparta Prague versus Rapid Vienna of Austria. Uh, 3-2 win for Sparta Prague. And I think that's all, is it? Or do we have yeah, just Sorry, just on PSV, have you seen some of the players they've got in their team now? They're doing a bit of an eye. I think Ajax have really built that model in a lot of Dutch teams now. Of Because um, obviously Dutch teams were all like build your academy, um, sort of put them in that shop window in the first team and then they sell them on and then the cycle continues anew. And recently Ajax, we Dusan Tadic, um, who are some of the older, other older players? Uh, Daly Blind, um, some of those older players they've got in the squad, sort of to guide those younger younger players a bit. And now PSV are doing that with like uh, Mario Gotzi plays there. Um, Marco Van Ginkel has gone back to PSV. And uh, Davy Proper, who was at Brighton, has now gone back there as well. Um, so I think they're using that similar model to Ajax in that they're like a few sort of short heads in the team with a lot of youngsters around them to try and get them back on top Trying of that Trying to turn that into that finishing school similar to a Dortmund. That's why Gutz is there. Yep. Yeah. There's some good exactly. professionals in there, but I think, I think it's a it's an underrated league in that sense. I think it's quite entertaining yeah. to watch. So now we're getting to the... Here we go. The, the hairy answer. We've got PSV Eindhoven now play Midgetland. Give me a tip in that one, boys. Go. PSV. Yeah. I'd say PSV as well. Sean? 4-0. PSV. 
Paris Hilton. Oh, no. All right, I'm going to go with midget Jeez. ones. Um, all right, Genk versus Shakhtar. Shakhtar. Whew. No doubt on that one. No. Yep. I'm going Genk. Not a lot of, yeah. What did you say, yeah. Bart? I'd say, I, I actually I could see Gank winning this one. Yeah, it's I'm two, it's, they're all over two legs, I think. Anyway, right? So it's just first leg. You want you want to be going to Ukraine at this time of the year? <laughs> no <laughs> oh, way, guys. You, Ukraine <laughs> any time of the year is pretty risky. Yeah. Uh, apologies to our Ukrainian listeners. Um, they're not listening anymore. All right. So Sparta Prague versus Monaco. Monaco. Oh, Monaco for this one. Monaco. Great place. Great part of the world. Um, Prague. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Monaco <laughs> as well. So we've got Spartak Moscow versus Benfica. So these, these could ben. actually be Champions League fixtures, couldn't they? Yeah, it's getting there. But, yeah, Spicy yeah if it was in the 90s, no problem. <laughs> Benfica for this one for me. <laughs> this, is, this is a final in the 70s. Um, Barney? Yeah, Benfica as well. Thanks, mate. So losing sides into the league path, move into the Europa, Europa League and join, I think they join Leicester City. Is that right, Sean? Oh, we'll, we'll be there for a season. You yeah, know. correct. Perfect. Manchester United <laughs> will not feature in the Europa League. Good All composure. Right. Yeah. Not, not, not until after the group stage. You play in a final? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, get, we'll get there. All right. So, then the Champions Path. So, this is where all the um the big boys go. So, we've got Cluj versus Young Boys. So, Sean, who do you like in this one? Do you like no. Young <laughs> 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 Go on, let's, let's get it together. That one. <laughs> That's A grade humor. That one. That's A grade. Clues for me all day. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Barney, was that your publicist answering that one, Shawno? <laughs> I'm going to go for clues as well, just so I don't have to say it either. <laughs> but uh, hold you, you got. <laughs> uh, yeah, young boys for sure. <laughs> and, and who do you prefer? In, who do you prefer in this picture, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real. Who would you prefer to watch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. So I'm going to be an adult here and I'm uh, going for clues as well. Um, so <laughs> Olympiakos versus Ludogratz. Sam, who you got? Oh, I think this is pretty straightforward for Olympiakos, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Olympiakos. Yeah. All right. Shaveda, Shaveda, I think it is, versus Sharif. Nah, Sharif. And then, and then this one's actually quite good. Malmo versus Rangers. Mm, good fixture. Um, Malmo have a really nice um, giant lamp in their town centre. Um, so I'm going for Malmo. That's a good reason to pick. I'm going for Rangers because I think they're better at football. What an It's got nothing to do with football, Josh. Yeah, Barney. I like? think uh, did Malmo have the big statue of Zlatan that got um, vandalised multiple times? Right. After yeah, he, he left, after he invested in their in their rival, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, Makes yeah. Sense. So Rangers for me, thanks. Yeah, I am going to go with Rangers. Gosh, you think Stevie G is doing a bang up job there, and they're going to be hard to beat. So these, I believe, the winners here go into the Champions League. Is that correct, Sam? Yeah, so it's over two legs, I think, and the winners of all these legs we've been putting predictions on go into the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, very exciting times. All right. Time for your game, you reckon? Yeah, this is it. Throwback FC, boys. So Let's get it. This is very, very exciting because this is the debut of this game and I've been working super hard. So the rules are as yeah, follows. Yeah, please go through them. Off the top of my head. So I'm going to give you a historical fixture and I want you to name as many players from starting 11 from both teams as you can. So there's no cheating allowed. I'm keeping a close eye on this. 
Yep, cameras are Sean, on. I That's can fair. tell you you've got two beers in your hand, so there's no problems there. <laughs> They're taped to your hands, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Edward. Amy Winehands. Um, uh, so, so basically, you boys need to put all your heads together and try and figure out as many players as you can. If you get more than half, you win. If you don't, I win. But you can only get three wrong. Each. Each, no. right? In oh, total. Fuck. One each. Oh, in total. So I know we agreed <laughs> off air to something different, but what I'm saying is you only get if you get one wrong, you're out, and it's only starting eleven too. The rule change. Yeah. Yeah. I stuff him. He's, he's he's growing too powerful. Still an um, intern. He needs to remind he needs to remind who pays the bills. So if you boys can name as many as you can. <clears> but mm-hmm. let's go. If you can't, I win. So uh, can we can we talk amongst ourselves before oh, we yeah, submit an answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going yeah, to officially can. submit. Yep. All right, yeah. Do, right, do it quickly. I'll set a really obscure timer too. All right, so the fixture <laughs> is the 2006 Champions League final. We have Barcelona versus Arsenal. Ooh. All right, <laughs> let's start on the Spicy. Arsenal side. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Thierry Henry's there. Thierry Henry, yep. Tick. Yep, all right, cool. So, Freddie yeah, right, right, Lundberg? Right. Is that him? <laughs> that's, sorry, that's an official answer yet, Job. That's just, I'm just speculating here. No, I'm having oh, my Freddie. Freddie? Yep. What's that? Who? Lundberg, yep. Lundberg. Yep. Lundberg. Yep. Lundberg. In goals. Is that, is that a correct job? Freddie Lundberg in goals. No. Um, <laughs> no, no what, so, sorry. Are we, are we talking um, Burkamp era think, here, boys? What are we thinking? Oh, that? Uh, nah. Oh, no. Nah, this is just after. Just yeah, after. I reckon yeah. this is post Burkamp. So who Trying to else? judge by job. So what are we thinking? Oh, uh, Robin Van Persie then, are we thinking him? Oh, is it too early for Van Persie? RVP job. Lock him in. Yeah, I was, I was, that was risky. So, oh, he's yeah. on the bench. So you don't yeah. What about um, one? But, oh, yeah. That, yeah, who was that? Who was the French winger they had? Game, I guess. Um, um, should we? What was his name? Should we? Oh, gee, should we jump over to Barcelona? I've, maybe. No, we got we got to go through the Arsenal team. Well, but um, Arshavin. was he there then? Or oh no, early? not not Arshavin. Don't. That's not official, is it? No, I'm asking oh. you. You guys. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It would What's have the, been early. It'd who, be close. Who, was, who was the French winger at oh, Arsenal? Geez, I, I don't What's know. I'm um, thinking Arsenal's more like 2009, 10, in the, when I can remember him well. I know I know who we can do. Um, I realise this is going to be... When the Fabregas, list, he, he had to be there. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah Fabregas nice. started. Yep. I can imagine the listeners listening to this. It's going to be a real hair puller. For oh, people are yelling at their iPhones right now. Um, so That's let's go great. back line. On the Arsenal, train. Arsenal back line. For the Champions League, then. Oh, uh, Toure, Colo, um, Colo yeah. Toure still yeah, there. Colo Toure, Colo Toure. He was there. Correct. Oh, nice, Correct. nice. All right. And then uh, they had that big ball oh. guy who was um Swiss at centre back too, didn't they? Oh, uh, um, he had a really short name. Um, was Ashley Young there at that stage? Left back. He would have oh, been. It's doing my head in now. I might have to come back to him. No, he definitely wasn't. Ashley Young at Arsenal. Uh, yeah, but no, no, was, yeah, he yeah, started at Arsenal and went to Chelsea. Mate. Sorry, Cole. Fuck. No, no, I'm not yeah. talking about that. I'm talking Ashley, about that big, bald centre back. Um, yeah, should we do Cole? I can Ashley Cole for sure. Yeah, Job Cole. Yeah, Ashley Cole. First, oh, okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice, don't take nice. my first answer. So, rightly, he uh, he left soon after. He, he almost he drove off the road after Arsenal sent the offer through. Oh yeah. And who are we thinking in goals? We got El Mundo. Oh, it's um, what's his name? Le- the is psychopath, it, uh, the German. Is he at, um, Arsenal. Yeah, Jens. It's got to be Jens. Jens Lehmann. Yeah, Lehmann. yeah, Jens Lehmann for sure. Jens Lehmann job. Or Pit. Was it Peter Czech? No, no, oh. he, he was there. No, he was there. He was there. He was there way later. Okay. At okay. Yeah, we're going Jens Lehmann. 
Jens Lehmann is correct. He was sent oh. off in the 18th minute. I'm not sure if oh. you remember that. All right, let's, let's, go, let's go over the Barca side. So, wait, how many are we on? How many have we got? You have seven. Seven. All right, we so, get four from Barca. Well, we're, 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 we're happy with Messi. That's all right. Yep. Messi's in job. No, he's not. Did he start? No, yeah, oh, shit. That's the start. Yeah, felt good. Oh, <laughs> he started there when he was like seventeen, though. That's no, but he would have been off the yeah. bench. Yeah, that. Was well, he on the bench or injured? He's not in there. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't make the cut. Yeah. Oh, so, what, what do you think about um, Ronaldinho then? He had to be there. That's Ooh, Ronaldinho. Or was he at AC yeah, Milan at that stage? Because he played with Messi. So, yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. Ronaldinho. Um, so just between you and me, Sean, I also think like Xavi. Yep. We're still there. Yeah, so we're going to lock in Savvy. Yeah. Josh. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm hearing you, boys, and he's on the bench. Oh, oh no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't make the rules, and I what? don't appreciate that. So um, what, what, about, what do we think about we... Um, Iniesta and Busquets then, I was going to go, yeah, Iniesta. No, no um, not Busquets. Um, aren't we Iniesta, out? I reckon, next. No, we've only, no, because one of them was on the bench. Oh, that's right. Oh, so yeah. it's, that's what right. With, I, boys? I think so, Iniesta had to start. Iniesta, Barney's the old. No, one? I think I think it might be too. I think it might be too early for Iniesta. Iniesta, is that is that your final answer? No, no, we're asking Barney. Well, we're already dead. No, I, I, I'm wrong, not sure. On Iniesta. Are we thinking Busquets? No, nah, because he'd be too young to Busquets. Who is uh, my other thing was Deco. Was he still there? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Deco. We'll lock Deco. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with Deco. Deco is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then the back line. Who was Samuel Etu? Maybe. Oh, Etu's nah, not there. Etu was. Yeah. Um, Are you happy with that? Oh, he might have been Inter. Nah, Etu was at Inter. In, yeah, maybe David Hayden. Even I don't know. You have to. You have to give me. Some, I feel like Etu. Wait, how, um, job, how many more have we got to get before we? We've got we three wrong, haven't we? No, we haven't. No, we've got two because nah, we've got one on the bench. bench players, so you've got you've got. Oh, like they pardon. cancel out, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just for the trial week, I've given you a pardon. So we've got. We've got We've got no wrong answers yet, then. Except for uh, except Messi. Messi. We got Messi, Messi wrong. Was wrong. Yeah, so yeah. we got two. Oh, okay, so we, oh, we can just start firing them off. Who no, cares? So, oh, sick. Oh, we're on. Um, Barcelona back line. Who, who have we got back there? Oh, um, we took Mascarano uh, back then. No, no, what's, what's his, na- nah, no, what's his name? No, what's his name? French, French guy who uh, uh, had his uh, uh, liver oh, oh, removed. Puyol had to be their job. Yeah, let's do That's Puyol. correct, yeah, yeah. Puyol. What are we on? What are we on? You're on nine. Shit. Oh, what do we think about Abidal? I've been very kind. Yeah, Eric Abidal. Yeah. Eric Abadal, sure. Eric Abadal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh was he on the bench? Was he what, on the bench? <laughs> Not even in the squad. Oh, Jesus. Oh. What, do we, go, oh. what do you think about Barca keeper? Who would have been there? That we need a, for a back, some background ticking. It has to be, uh, has to be, Valde- has to be Valdez in goal. Well, that's a good call. That's a good one. Yep, go with that. Barney, what do you think? Valdez? The way Job is acting, I don't like it at all. He dropped out. Once I said Arsenal, he just hung up. So. What was the last one? Victor Valdez. Sure. No. Yep. Oh fuck. Is it I an am. answer? Ba- Is it Barney an answer? In, Barney in or out? Valdez. Barney Barney refuses to answer a question related to Arsenal. Oh no, he's typing, not Valdez. <laughs> Can you wait? I think Barney's cheating. Not, anyway. not Valdez. <laughs> Barney, Barney's no cheating. cheating Barney. No cheating. Barney. Barney. He, he can't be um, seen, but he can be heard. He's a piece of shit. Uh, do we want? <laughs> do we want David Villa then? I think no. we're gonna start looking at the no. forward line. Who, who was the, who's the number nine back then? We got who no midfielders. What about Pep? Would he have been playing then? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, it says no to Villa as well. All right. Um, 
Give us, give us something that it could be then, Barn. Type, type uh, with those figures of yours. Don't type I, anything, Barn. Let's, let's play this honestly. How many, so nah, we, need, this, how many this we need, job? This has got to be... This, you need two more and you have Fuck. one incorrect answer left. It's, it's, is, is, is it... Is, um, is Senderos. Senderos is a centre-back for... That's the, that's the Arsenal guy, yeah. Are you happy with that, Barn? Can I go Senderos? The ball oh, guy? I like that one. Senderos, Senderos. Jobber, let's go Senderos. Okay, we're going with Senderos. Wait, wait, wait for Barn. Did yeah, it yeah. give it a crack? Yeah, it's in. He's on the bench. Oh, oh that's all right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're basically <laughs> juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Your serve again, boys. Oh, who, yeah, so who played, up, who played up front with Terry Henry there? Was Van Marlon there back then? Or was it too early? Too early. Too early. Oh, all right, boys. I'm going to have to start putting the timer on here. Taking too long. Sh- is it so Shamak? Should we put Shamak in there? You have 30 nah, seconds. No, no Shamak. Starting the timer now. You can deliberate. And at the end of 30 seconds, I have to get your answer. It was, okay, it was Ado, Adeboy all there, boys, in that stage. Ooh. Ed, Ooh big Arsenal. Emmanuel. Wait for Barty. He mm. might have an answer on that. Otherwise, I think we go Et to maybe if if um, if Adeboy all doesn't come. Yeah, I want to go Etu. All right, let's, we've let's all go Let's go Samuel Etu. Samuel Etu. Yep. All right. That's correct. All right. So we've got, so one, we got one to go. And that will only get you a draw as well. And you, if you get one wrong, you're done. Sean, sure, let me see your hands. All right, all right. So stop the clock. You have thirty seconds. Come on, boys. Put your heads together. Oh, all right. So show me your hands. Who would have Who would have been playing right back for Arsenal back then? Was that Ashley Cole? No. No, he was on the left. left back. Left. Very left. left footed. I don't think he's ever played anywhere but left back. Well, who on the right? Oh, there? it's the it's the Senegal. He's got Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. let's put lock in. Lock in Lauren. Lock it in. Yeah. All right. You seem confident. Oh my god. Week one. Jobber's game, and I've won it. Oh, oh. Emmanuel Abue. Oh, oh. Abue. So I'll quickly run you through the teams. Yeah, we're in Barcelona, teams. we had Victor Valdez. You got Oliver. Oh, you never would have got that. Rafael Marquez. Sean, you should have got yeah, that. Yeah, Marquez. Yeah, you no, love those. Son Mexicans. of a bitch. Carlos Puyol, <laughs> Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, an ex Arsenal oh, player, yep. obviously. Ed Mielsen, Deco, nice. Deco Mark good. Van Bommel, Ludovic Juli, oh, Ronaldinho. Samuel Wait, Eto'o, said, go. Didn't we say? Didn't you say Ronaldinho was wrong? No, no. that's correct. Oh, that's I got that. Yep. Yeah. Carry on. Go on. Yep. Go on. Jens Lehmann, of course, sent off in the 18th minute. Emmanuel Bouet, Colo Torre, Sol Campbell. Sure. Oh, oh, I take a long, hard look at yourself. Jesus Christ. I thought, uh, why would I pick Senderos over him? That makes no sense. <laughs> no one ever did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not actually, even <laughs> Robert Perez, that one hurts. Perez, oh, should know. Perez is the one. Roberto Silva, the big name. Oh. So Fabregas, you got Alexander Hleb. Obviously, Barney, I know you're popular in that Eastern block. Missing out on <laughs> Alexander Hleb hurts you and Belarus. Um, Freddie Jumberg, you got Thierry Henry. Henry, you got. You got. Yeah, we got that too. Okay, that was pretty. All right, you know what? I think that was, uh, no, was pretty good. good. Good game. We, yeah. might have, we, might, we, we might have to add a time limit next time for us. Um, time limit and, and some background music. And <laughs> we need some <laughs> um, entertaining. Time yep. limit, background music, and a little bit of energy from you boys. And like, I need more confidence in the response. Well, oh, is it Marcus? Is it Freya? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, boys, what are we going to do? <laughs> Job is the smartest one in the pot again. Oh, um, yeah. All right, boys. So all let's right, move jobs. on to the socials. If you want to get in touch with the show, um, I answer to Champ and King of. <laughs> But if you want to email in at football on pl- football played on paper oh, at gmail.com, uh, Twitter, I have a Twitter handle now, football on pods, Facebook, Facebook football on paper, if you've got that demographic, and Instagram is at football on paper, I believe. 
I think that's, uh, that's it for this week, boys. Throwback FC. Jobber is champion for the first time. 100% strike rate. We'll get you, we'll get you next week. All right. See you next Don't week, you boys. Worry. Take care.